0: Announcements. First of all, at at quarterback, um, uh, Jeff was able to practice last night, so we'll go through the week uh, with him, see what his status is in the game. You know, just full disclosure, I won't make any comments until game time, um, just for competitive reasons, obviously. But, um, you know, we'll try to get all three quarterbacks ready to play this week. Um, In injury news, we had some guys' uh, seasons end early, unfortunately, on Saturday. Um, Ramirez Johnson. Uh, we'll have surgery for shoulder dislocated his shoulder, and uh, serious enough that he'll miss the year. Um, Gabe Irvin um, dislocated his hip, and we'll have surgery on his hip, so he'll be done for the year. And uh, Dwight Boodle um, hurt his shoulder in the game, and we'll have to have surgery, so he'll he'll be done for the year. So, um, the football impact aside, um, especially for Ramir, who's a senior, um, I can just tell you it's heartbreaking on this end um um it's an unbelievable unbelievable young man and um you know just um a leader so um, gabe has done a great job for us excellent leader excellent teammate so um my, my my heart really hurts for those two guys dwight as a young player um you know had the shoulder before so hopefully we can get him healthy you know this could be one of the best things that happens to him you know he's been playing a little bit so He'll redshirt now and and, um, come back better than ever. But um, with that, obviously, we're getting ready for an excellent Louisiana Tech team, a team that was down 17 and came back and tied the game and lost a heartbreaker, uh, 2-2. Sonny Cumbie's an excellent coach. Smoke Harris, one of the best players in college football, and it should be an exciting game. So, With that, I'll see what questions you have. So after Andy Grant, who do you really lean on at running back to kind of step up and and kind of move into a, a higher role this week? Yeah, Emmett Johnson's—he's ready to play. Emmett'll play. Um, Quentin Ives, you know—it's funny. Before the game, I walked around the field with Quentin Ives and just said, "I said, hey, you know, this is what I think you're going to be someday. I don't know when your time's going to come, but you need to keep getting ready for it." I didn't know it was going to be 24 hours later, but uh, Quentin's going to have to step up and uh, play as well. And then um, uh, from there, you know, we'll have to see anybody else. But those will be the those will be the first three tailbacks into the game this week. What, what does uh, Emmett bring to the table. You've kind of been practicing more with him. I know your impression your of quickness, he's really twitchy, he can be a great athlete. Um, Comments more physical development does he have to do to make you feel really good about your playing? Emmett, or you're saying that? OK, yeah. Yeah, I think Emmett's um Emmett's been like in, in in Ramirez backup is like that third down back, catch the ball in the backfield, excellent change of direction. I think the thing about Emmett is he's really smart, highly competitive. Um, you know, you hear us sometimes say, "Oh, you." He's like, he's one of us. Like, he's got that mindset. Like, whatever it takes. If I said to him, "Hey, can you go over and play safety this game?" He'd say, "Yes, sir," and go over and find a way to do it. So, I have a full confidence in him. But he's just, you know, it's a loaded backfield. You know, with some older guys, he's just been waiting his turn. But he can run between the tackles. He can run outside. He can catch the ball, and he'll know all the protections. Uh, Quentin, um Quentin's a big, powerful. You know, he's in the. He's an eye back. You know, he's kind of a downhill runner. So. Um, he doesn't know everything, you know, because he's been reading off of a card, but he's been in all the meetings. You know, there's, there's a reason why we do what we do and practice the way we practice and meet so that when these things happen, guys are ready. Um, you know, Ramirez, Ramir obviously was crushed, but he was out of practice last night walking around, following him around, making sure he knew what he was doing. So um, all hands will be on deck. How do feel like- Yeah, I don't think he's been through anything. There's a lot of people last week talked about. Was he in the doghouse? If you're the tailback, you have to protect the ball. Simple. You know, it's like, um, if you're the tailback, you have to protect the ball. He's worked on it. That's that's my biggest thing with Anthony. Like, we all have weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Or, or things that we're not doing well. And our program is built is built on correcting those things. And so, um, after last game, after the Colorado game, I told Anthony, I said, Hey, if you have a great week, you're going to play this week. And Anthony had a great week. And so. You know, I don't play guys because what they did last year like I'm not that's not me like it's not fantasy football I play guys based on what they do at practice and um that's how you develop players that's how a guy like Heinrich is ready for his moment um Anthony had a great week of practice you can see his natural ability in the games um you know he's um it's his show now (laughs) you know it's time for him to go it was his show last year so it's his show now um but at the same time um Hopefully, he developed and improved his ball security. Uh, That was the the issue last year in the Illinois game. It was an issue in the Minnesota game. And my job is to take players and show them what they're not doing well so that they improve those things. Hopefully, Anthony's improved that. Because when he's right, he's right, and he's really good. And so I think he'll he'll be a dynamic playmaker for us on offense. And um, um, he's going to step up. I uh, had a lot of them in Carolina, um, you know, a lot of different changes in Carolina. Um, you know, I, I um, at Temple, I had I put PJ Walker in the fifth player, fifth game of the year, I think it was his freshman year, and he never came out. Uh, Charlie Brewer, I put him in the fourth or fifth game of his freshman year at Baylor, he never came out. So I didn't have a lot of it in college. And those were my quarterbacks, and those were my guys. They knew what to expect. Obviously, in the NFL, you had some changes, to different guys. Um, I think the biggest thing at quarterback is, um, you know, we're always going to play the guys we think that give us the best chance to win. That doesn't mean everybody doesn't give us a good chance to win, um, but um, you know, you don't, we don't want guys feeling like they have you have a quick trigger on them, like you're you're pulling them too quickly, right? So, because they need to settle down and play. I think I think what happened in the last game is that when we had the turnover at the five yard line and the defense took the field and stopped them the way they did, and I think Heinrich knew he could go cut loose and play because the defense had his back. That was the team type of. Environment that I've been talking about forever—that's team football, you know—and um, um, it's so funny. Like, like Reimer, like I said, the Reimer in the middle of the game, the third quarter. I said it's fourteen-three at the time. Like, we're running the ball, we're running the ball, we're chewing up clock. You guys got to keep playing defense. He's like, I love it. So they're understanding complementary football. It's not like we're not a spread offense, and a really, like we're, we're just trying to play together. Um, so anyway, the quarterback position—you um, know—I think I want them to know that they can go play when it's their time to play. Um, well, f- first of all, I'll say this: I-, I think Northern Illinois is a really good football team, and I think their D line is explosive. And um, I liked, I liked the way some guys stepped up, like you know, like um, like Meyer and Liebenbritt come in, in that twenty-two personnel package at the end of the game, and we're running outside zone. And they're that's kind of their role. They don't have many other roles in that yet. That game plan for that game, and they stepped up and they made those blocks. So Anthony gets the long run, and you know everyone's like, hey, great. But it was like Liebenbritt, like he sees some color, the guy runs through and he cleans up the color, and then the tackle comes back on it. He snaps back out and blocks the safety. He looked like it's an unbelievable play by the fullback. Um, Piper on that play blocks like three guys. So I, I like some, I like some of those things. Um, um, I like little, I like the third nine catch by Marcus Washington. Like that's what we need, right? We need like guys inside leverage, to call a slant. You've got to go make it happen. Uh, I like Fedoni's block on Billy Kemp's touchdown. Like, recognize it was man to man. It took instead of blocking the guy over and blocked the guy that was running over the top. A lot of little things like that I liked. Um, and then on defense, um, you know, some guys played that haven't played a ton like AJ Rollins. And I like the juice and the energy that they played with. We played a lot of guys in the secondary. Um, and then I thought special teams. You know, I, th- I thought Tommy Hill in the opening kickoff runs down and knocks a guy over. And then we end the game with Roman Mangini. You know. Um, Lubin runs the ball. Roman Mangini goes in and cracks a safety and, and knocks him knocks him out of the screen. So, I thought we were physical. Coach Osborne talks about 1.5 knockdowns per play, and Ron Brown counts those for me. And this was the first game we were over 100. You know, and it used to be you could cut. there's a lot more knockdowns, but we, we got a lot of them uh, by by being we were just a little bit more physical on offense um, versus a physical team. Anyone Sanford coach had a really impressive game on special teams and that impress you and do you see him getting more reps defensively maybe? Um I think Phelan's role on defense is what it is. Like you know he rotates in and and uh, we have a lot of trust in him, faith in him. He's the next guy in. Um, so, you know, he's, I think he played ten plays the, the game before. I'm not sure how many it was this game, but that that's kind of that's kind of hey he's you know, if we need him to start he can go start. Okay. He's an excellent, excellent special teams player. I mean I'm talking about he's doing like high level things like um, I think he'll, you know, I hope he'll continue to play this way and someone will give him a shot, you know, to, to, to go do those things because um, he's, you know, he's a 4-3 guy, you know, he's really fast. Um, and that play, that play, that was a huge play in the game, you know, like when sometimes when we just watch it offensively, but the first drive of the game, we go three and out, they, they, we force a bad punt, ball's the 45 yard, then we go down and score that drive. The offense gets a couple first downs. They punt the ball down to the two yard line. Defense goes three, and out, we get the ball at the forty yard line. We go score. So that was a huge play by Phelan and he's doing it on every team. So, um, so I, I don't know what will happen on defense, you know, because you know, obviously we have three safeties back there that we really trust and play a lot of football. But Phelan's like three and a half. Like right? um, he's, we're ready to put him in at any time. Broadly speaking. Yeah, you know it's 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 good and bad. Okay, I mean I think there's a lot of really positive things, and it looks the way I want it to look. It looks well coached. You know, obviously we've missed a field goal, we've kicked the ball out of bounds, like some some things like that um, that have to get corrected. Uh, We went out last night, like just anything as simple as versus a bad punt. The guys hearing poison and running off the field. We've had some really close misses on our punt return team. You know, had an explosive kickoff return early on. So we haven't necessarily had enough of the wow plays yet for me um, that I'd like to have. Like to see, but what we do have is we do have like a really solid. Uh, I thought we had some solid stuff. We're just we have to continue to get better in the actually kicking the ball game. With you know, Tristan's going to be unbelievable. He's a young kicker. He's I love his demeanor. You know, ball ball goes out of bounds, he comes right back. So I think there's been some good things. Bushini bounced back from the previous week. So um, what I would like to see though, Sam, is I'd like to see, you know we have some guys that are difference makers. I, the culture is still a little bit like, well, I want to play on defense and. You know, special teams, and and you know, when we've won, our best players have made plays on special teams. You know, so I'd like to see some more dynamic plays as we move forward. We're going to need those. You know, we're going to be in these tight ball games, and we're counting on the special teams to not play as the special teams, but to play as one third of the game and uh, to win some of the games we want to win. You got to block a punt. You know, you got to You got to And th- these guys are dynamic this week. They're gonna. You know, we're gonna have to play really well up front on special teams. I think you mentioned Hart got beat after the game. That was- Yeah, um, I I would expect him to have a chance to practice tomorrow. You know, just a gruesome, gruesome play. I mean, he's lucky. He's he's lucky. I mean, he got hit right in the back of the leg. It looked like a you know looked like a devastating injury and bounced up with kind of an ankle sprain. So those angles, I never know. You know, sometimes like they say they're going to practice on Tuesday and all of a sudden it's two weeks later. Sometimes they say it's Tuesday and they're out there on Tuesday. So I'm expecting if Cam can go, he'll go. Right? I'm expecting Cam to go. You know, like you know, Blaze Blaze's shoulder acted up on him and he came out early in the game. So. We played, you know, we had a chance to get some other guys in the game, which was really, really good for us. What does stand out about uh, La when you on your first look at them? Well, uh, they're explosive, okay, and um, you know, they're they're opposite of of us in that you know they are they're going to drop back and throw it, they're going to spin it, they'll play with tempo, they'll run it too, (laughs) and they're going to RPO you. They're going to get the ball in Smoke Harris's hands. He's, you know, like I said, he's one of the more dynamic players you'll see. Um, so they're never out of a game, and um, you know the quarterback got hurt. They put the, the second quarterback in, and he brought a he brought a running element to the game as well. So offensively, they'll present a lot of challenges to us. Uh, their offense, and then you know defensively, um, bl- blitzing us and playing man has kind of you know been what people have done. I thought we had some better answers the other night in terms of running the quarterback and some of those things, but um, you know that's what they do. They're going to bring pressure. They're going to play man. Um, They're going to challenge you. um, They're going to move. They're going to try to disrupt you. So to me, it's another game where we, you know, we just have to understand the formula we're trying to win with. You know, we're going to try to, um, you know, establish ourselves, throw body blows, you know, play the game, win the game in the fourth quarter. You know, our guys can't start listening to the noise of like, boy, there's a lot of punts or what. like, just keep flipping the field, like play Big Ten football. And that's what we're trying to get done. So this will be a team that can challenge all that with the pressure. And they have to. They have to just, we have to play smart football versus this team. Obviously the defense has played well, where, where, do you, where do you want them to go now? What can be better? A lot can be better, a lot can be better. Just like after the loss when I said, hey, we're so close. Like, you know, Javen jumps up and he almost hits the ball mm-hmm. on, on, on the long pass against Colorado on third down. They're, those same plays are still there. We just happen to win the game. And so sometimes when you win the game, you don't pay attention. When you lose the game, you're like, look. Well, when you win the game, you have a tendency to be like, hey, let's get to the next opponent. No, they're all still there. They're all, all those plays are still there. Still the fullback on the flat out leverages Omar, and he runs and makes a tackle, or you know, we get out leveraged, or we get beat on a double move, and we just get pressure. But they're still there. And so we have to just coach. And that's what I like about Tony, and I like about Coop, and all them. They're not result-based. They're, they're process-based. They're not outcome-based. They're process-based. The film is the film. The score went in our favor, but the film is the film. Um, more macro, what I will say is like um, I think we we have to be better with a four man rush. Everything can't be pressure. Um, and when I say better, you know. I mean people are people are like sink setting on us in their vertical setting, and they're afraid of the blitz packages. And you know, they came out and ran the first third down of the game. Tony said that to me in the pregame. He goes, I bet you they'll come out and they'll run the ball early on third down. And he played cover two, and we stopped it but some of our base four man rush was zone coverages I want to see us improve in those because we're going to have to be better at that you know we're, we're Tampa 2 we're letting number 2 catch the ball way too much so um, some of the four man rush and uh, um, going into this game it was third down I challenged our defense about third down because we were giving up almost 50% going in the first two weeks and it was way better this week so and then we're not taking the ball away enough you know we we got one we have you know we have three and three games both two of them happened in the Last drive of the game, that doesn't really even count to me. Early in the game, we gotta go knock a ball out. As hard as we're hitting people, we gotta start punching the ball out. So a lot of things to work on. And that's why I like our defense because GIF and all those guys, um, they're not sitting there like coach, come on man, we just beat these guys this. They're like, we gotta get the ball out. So that's that's why we have a chance to be good. We saw Bro. Teddy get some action as an extra offensive line which um, I thought Teddy did a good job. You know, I think you could see Teddy uh, he's getting closer and closer. You know, he uh, Turner's a good player, he's a good player um you know my challenge to our coaches every week is is don't do it based upon hey the last four months but like hey let's look at this week and say you know who's who played better last week you know as a coach what happens to you is you um you've seen these guys for so long right but you have to they're growing you know they're they're making they're making a lot of these guys are accelerating right now because they've played in some games a lot of guys playing haven't played in games so teddy um, you know, uh, as well as many other players, I'm, I'm challenging our coaches, like, go out to practice. You know, whoever gives us the best chance to win, let's play as Teddy gets his legs underneath him. And, um, uh, you know, I think that's true for a lot of positions. Do you notice, um, you talked about double down on the process last week, but do you notice maybe an extra pep in step knowing that they, the guys got results and got a win um, for the 100%. Yeah, 100%. You know, as much as, like, I'm, you know, I'd love to be stoic and be like that the results shouldn't matter. Obviously, they want to win and they were happy that they won, you know, I mean, I, mean, I was happy we won. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, um, so, um, of course, they're happy, right? Um, I just appreciate the fact that a lot of them have belief before they won, right? You know, like, Buford and I are walking on the field before the game, and I'm just talking to him, right? Like, I'm getting him ready for when it's his time. Like, he just, you know, and he's like, you know, he's like, Coach, I 100% believe in the process. I understand what we have to do. And so, I just... um you know, it's good for them to get that. It's good for them to get that win. And it's also good for them to not forget the first two games and what they learned. You know, Because championship teams come out of teams that learn hard lessons. Um, and so you have to learn, hey, this is what it feels like to lose. This is what it feels like to win. The margin is like this for us. So we've got we've to just keep erring and making the margin a little bit bigger each week by getting better. Broadly speaking, from, from the time that the recruits are on the field a couple hours before the game until you walk off, Um, it was unlike anything I've ever been a part of uh, um, I've go- gone into those my mom's gonna yell me for saying um so much uh, I've gone into those environments before as a coach and been like you know I've I've never coached in an environment where you have I don't know if there's another place in the country where there's people are, are all in the stands that early to watch the warm-ups like you know, like I'm used to like, you know, kind of a lot of times you'll see me all the first. We get the ball on the road to start the second half because there's no one in the crowd. And our our fans are all in the stands at halftime. So it was unbelievable. Um, as I said, Isaac Gifford and Reimer, Gifford said to me right before the game is they're kind of waiting for the we do our specials we do the punt that go in. He said, no matter what, coach, this will never get old. And, uh, you know, not only for the recruits, but some of them are young players that are redshirting that are going to be unbelievable players. I just reminded them, I'm like, Hey, this is all going to be yours someday. You need to make sure that once your time, that you're 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 gonna. This is this is a lot of responsibility. You're gonna need to get make sure you're ready for once your time to play. Like I said, Ives is one of those guys. I said that to, not knowing that it was going to be the next day. But I thought it was an amazing experience. Um, you know, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a tremendous crowd, and I thought it was great for recruiting, obviously. But it's great for our players, and hopefully, great for the fans, and hopefully, they like the way we played. What have you noticed about the the chemistry that you saw or have seen? Even- some of the guys that he's been here with now in, in their third season who haven't been on the field until this year, like Alex Walton and Thomas Fedoni. Yeah, I think um he definitely has a connection with Fedoni. I think I think all young quarterbacks I think everyone wants a big tight end, right? You know, they like, you know you know, I'm, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes loves having Kelsey out there. Like you love having a big target you can see, right? So when you're not sure you just throw it to them and they go get it. Um but I, I think um you know, I think Heinrich's respected by his teammates, you know, he's He's a guy that, you know, I mean, he 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 battled all last year as a scout team quarterback, you know. Um, I don't even I don't even know if he was in meetings last year. You know, he was you know walking around, you know. So I'm sure in those moments when you're going through that adversity and you're not complaining, guys gain respect for you. So uh, that's one of our messages to our guys all the time. You know, like the, like I just talked about championship teams, like going through adversity is good. You know, we so, so often we don't want our kids, our own children to go through adversity. Going through adversity is good, because A, you learn a lot, and B, people learn about you. So I think when Heinrich had his opportunity to go play, when that ball got fumbled on the ground, his fault or not, I think the defense went out there and was like, let's show him that we got his back. And I think the defense did that, and it let him take the pressure off. So um, I think the guys respect him. What did you see in Heinrich when you first came here in December? I mean, there's three other quarterbacks that have left since him. What did you see in him to kind of say, hey, stick it out here? We see some things because the previous step wasn't traveling in last year really wasn't a part of, of, of the plan here. yeah you know you know I, I'll never say to anybody stay, stay here you know I, I, my whole thing is I'm not going to beg anyone to stay um, but I do want to give them a vision of what I see okay and I think that's really important so like when Jamari went in the portal I called him like what are you get in here. what are you doing you know like yeah we think you're a good player you know so um, you know, so just such a hard time right I, I remember like it was yesterday like you know we kind of what we did was we made cutups of all the players playing in games, but also we made practice cut-ups of everybody, right? So we watched everybody. And we watched like studied them. And so we were like, man, this guy's got a great release. He's athletic. Um, and everyone like, yeah, he'll be a great tight end. He'll be a great fullback. He'll be a great this, right? So I remember it like literally like, you know, at the time the offensive staff room, quarterback meeting room was part of my office. Saddison stolen it, but I he walked by, I said, hey Andrew, let me talk to you for a second. I said, you know, everybody says you should go play tight end you should go play fullback i could kind of see the look of disgust on his face you know and i said but i think you should play quarterback i think you should try to play quarterback and see what happens and if at some point i don't think you're gonna you can play quarterback i'm gonna tell you you know what um you should play something else and then you can make a decision if you want to leave or stay here i said but you should take your shot at this thing and then i brought sad in and sat said i said sad, what do you think about this guy and he said the same thing to him and i just think from that day on heinrich's been like okay and um you know there's times in camp in, in the spring where he was maybe third or fourth um but he's gotten better and better and better and again that's our job. Our job's, our job's not to write guys off, it's to get them better. So but the credit to me goes to him and his family. Yeah, you talked a lot about the resilience of this group in recent weeks. I mean you lose receiver after week one, you lose two running backs now. I mean, what's your level of confidence down the depth chart in that resilience, particularly on offense? Yeah, I mean it's this next man up. You know, if you, if you go to if you go to summer Summer workouts and summer and seven on sevens. You know they're they're throwing the ball to Xavier. They're throwing the ball to Isaiah. They're throwing the ball to the Ramirez. I mean, it's a whole different set of guys. And so, um, you know, we're asking guys to do a lot. You know, I mean, like, even you know the first play the there, right? Like Billy catches the punt and then comes off the field. And he forgets to go back on because, you know, just we're asking a lot of guys to like they're having to do double time, right? Hey, I need you to be the F in this, but the Y in this, and. And it's not planned. It's just kind of moving on. What's going to happen now is we have some young players. It's their time. And um, whereas a lot of them have been trying to figure out, hey, am I ready? I've just told them, hey, guess what? You're ready. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and uh, um, I have confidence in them. I don't put anybody out there I don't believe in. So, um, you know, we have some guys. You know, we we've, we've got Tommy Hill playing both ways a little bit. We got Billy playing multiple positions. We got. Fleeks sitting over there. Fleeks could do anything he wants if he puts his mind to it. So I told him I sit this week. Hopefully he's gonna put his mind to it. Uh, he had a good week of practice last week, you know, got played some plays. He needs to play more. So um, yeah, I just think we're having to adapt and morph. And, you know, as as much as it stinks, take the injury aside, much as it stinks to go through those things, what it does is it gets your offensive coaches to have to really adapt and find out what guys can do. And then once you settle into things, whether it's later in the year or next year, or whatever, you know, you have an offense with guys that um, take advantage of their strengths. So you see Fedoni catching more balls, you see guys catching more balls. And you know Thomas is a way different player now than he was three, four weeks ago, right? His Legs are underneath him. He's hitting records on the GPS, like the whole process, Corey Campbell to train room to everything. It's all working for a lot of these guys. Obviously, you want all these guys to be watching film all the time, right? But when you have young <coughs> players that now all of a sudden been thrust into a role, how do you want them to kind of to like break down an opponent, watch film? Do you want them to watch in the office? with them watching their home like technology's changed right so like it's kind of grown and changed and i'm curious what your philosophy is on like breaking down yeah if i had my druthers 100 percent would prefer that they watch everything in the office with a cowboy remote you know i mean uh um that's the way to do it with a pen and pad i can't get that done all the time you know i mean but i mean i you know again being in the nfl the things you learn like brian burns would sit there uh, for us and he would lay on the training room table and he'd use the normal, I mean, he'd be there till eight o'clock at night when we were done at five and have an iPad in front of his face and he'd be watching tape the entire time. So everybody's process is their own, you know, um, with some of the young players, you know, what I'm looking for from them is, hey, let the older players help you, you know, uh, go in there with Billy, go in there with Marcus, you know, go through the plays. It's a little bit different on defense because on, you know, on offense, you're, 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 you're looking maybe at who you're going against, And defense. You're having to recognize, hey, here's the here's the run concepts, here's those different things. So, um, but yeah, I, I just want them working at it. You know, you are what you repeatedly do. So, I'd love for it to be in the building because you know there's there's synergy when guys are together. Um, they talk, they communicate. You know, I came down to the Minnesota game. Our our starting defense was down there. Get you know about six or seven of those guys that that afternoon watching tape together, getting ready for the game. I was like, we're going to be good on defense. Uh, we're you know we're kind of on offense a little more. The old line kind of does it, you know. Pipe gets them together. Whoever gets them together, these guys, and you know, because they're such different worlds, but they're starting to slowly figure out an offense how to work together. Anything else? You mentioned, his What's his timetable? Um, in a perfect world, uh, we would love uh, to just keep. You know, he started individual drills yesterday, so we'd love to. You know, we're not going to rush him. If he doesn't play a snap all year, so be it. But you know, we're kind of we'd love to have him play the last four games of the year. Um, you know, use his four games there and shirt and play. You know, have have get that year back and really get his body healthy for the future. But um, we're not going to risk anything or rush it, sir. So, uh, sorry. I uh, wanted to ask you this a little bit off topic, but uh, with Aaron Rodgers' injury last week, it started up the grass and turf debate again. And uh, kind of to just ask, I know you you've kind of talked about being in favor of, of natural grass and playing services. I just kind of what, what what is your general take on that? Yeah, I think uh, grass is safer than turf. I think grass is, I think it's anywhere from 10 to 18% safer. So um, now there's needs to play on turf. Turf's not bad. I just think grass, when you can, grass is better. Um, different environments are different. The usage is different, right? You know, grass that has multiple teams playing on it that gets ruined is not as good as turf then, right? So I think every every place is a little different. But um, I remember when I was in Carolina, we went to turf. We were a turf field. And then I think it was like Manchester United came in, and they would only play on grass. So we put like a temporary grass field out there and played on grass for the soccer, and then went back to turf for football. Um, and I just think like, well, Manchester, you know, soccer to me is always the epitome of sports science. If they only will play on grass, and maybe that's the way the ball rolls. Then there's something to it. But um, you know, injuries happen on everything. You know, I don't ever like one thing to be the end-all, be-all. But I just think it's uh, I'm a grass fan. That's why I made the practice fields grass um, so that we can you know have, have more reps on a softer surface. I, like other, I think he's the gentleman. I know you're really busy. But- I don't have much time to spend with Coach Cook, unfortunately. I got a good chance. Uh, he and I went to the rodeo together. He took me to dinner. Um, you know, um, um, came and talked to the team. Uh, he, uh, yes, he was right there on the sidelines on Saturday. Right when I was kind of walking down, he was right there next to me and texted me after the game. All, all of our coaches here, Coach Man, you know, all I shouldn't even to our name, but I, you know, I hear from so many of them. And the great thing about our coaches here is, I didn't hear from them just after the win. I heard from a lot of them after we lost because. Um, uh, you coaches hopefully can recognize the way you're trying to do something. And I appreciate them all very, very, very much. So this is Coach Cook and uh, all of them. So all right, thanks, guys. Thanks.